Welcome to episode 17 of the Legacy Video Lounge. I'm your host, Steve Pender. I'm a personal historian and video biographer, and I'm president of Family Legacy Video Incorporated in Tucson, Arizona. You can visit Family Legacy Video on the web at familylegacyvideo.com. So what does the idea of leaving a legacy mean to you? Some folks equate legacy with inheritance, thinking of it only in terms of, say, the money and physical possessions they'll leave to their loved ones. Others see passing along life stories and values as their true legacy. In this episode, I'll introduce you to someone who has a foot in each of these camps, and I'll get started right after this. My grandparents started our family business with a used truck and a dream. Now we have a fleet, and when my kids join the company, their great-grandparents are going to tell them how it all began, thanks to Family Legacy Video. Now you can share your life stories in a custom legacy video your family will cherish. To learn more, visit FamilyLegacyVideo.com or call 520-743-4090. That's 520-743-4090. FamilyLegacyVideo.com. Jeff Knapp is an attorney specializing in estate planning. Jeff's a lifelong New Jersey resident. He founded the Knapp Law Firm in Basking Ridge, New Jersey, first hanging out his shingle in 1989. He's one of four estate planning law specialists in the Garden State, and he's a member of both the New Jersey and Florida bars. He's also an accredited estate planner, a certified financial planner, a certified thinking consultant, I could probably use one of those, and holds a postdoctorate master's in wealth strategies planning. Jeff is also a Sunbridge Network certified legacy advisor, and you can learn more about the Sunbridge Network at sunbridgenetwork.com. Jeff has been married for 30 years. He has four adult sons. One is currently in law school, and a second just took his LSATs, so it looks like the Knapp Law Firm's legacy may continue for another generation. I first met Jeff during our high school years. We went our separate ways, but reconnected a number of years ago after Jeff stumbled onto the Family Legacy video website. Now, while Jeff is an expert in the nuts and bolts of estate planning, he's also a big believer in incorporating life stories into the process. So I thought it would be interesting to get his take on estate planning, and life stories as legacies. He kindly put down his snow shovel during a recent blizzard and spoke to me by phone from his home in New Jersey. Well, Jeff, uh, first of all, thanks for uh, for chatting with me uh, today. Would you uh, describe briefly uh, what you do as an estate planner? I know probably the first thing people think of is wills, but I know there's more to it than that. So can you give uh, our listeners kind of a nutshell overview of what uh, is involved with estate planning? Sure, Steve. Indeed, I agree that most people think of estate planning as uh, wills, trust, powers of attorney, specific documents, and kind of uh, what happens to my stuff after I've departed, um, and uh, me, and uh, uh, a number of my colleagues, we, 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 uh, we, we take, uh, say, a more holistic approach, um, and uh, we, we expand the what happens to my stuff discussion to uh, 
Starting off as saying estate planning starts today. Um, how would you like to take care of yourselves? You're in charge. You're making the decisions. Um, you make you want to make sure you don't outlive your assets. You may at some time you may not be calling all the shots. You may have some specific wishes for your care, whether it's home based, uh, and you might want to investigate that, the options and how to fund or finance that. And there may be a specific facility. That's uh, either Plan B or, or Plan A, and uh, you, you want to leave as specific as possible uh, uh, wishes, instructions for your incapacity, whether it's physical or cognitive at some point. Uh, personalized living wills, not necessarily do you just want one. Uh, well, here's some starting points, and this can look like anything you like. Um, the, the old uh, Burger King commercial, special orders don't upset us. And, and then uh, when you when you do pass and and uh, you you can protect and move the uh, uh, the assets as as they move to your loved ones, uh, spouse, children, anybody, whoever the loved ones may be. There are options for uh, not just you know a check, but but uh, sometimes we call it protected checkbooks and so forth for different circumstances. And people are generally pleased when uh, they become aware of those options. And um, uh, so, so having a deeper discussion, uh, and then and also moving beyond the assets, and uh, going to the logistics, emergency cards on the healthcare documents. We have an A to Z organizer binder. Uh, where can everyone in the family, all the loved ones, find everything at, at critical points, incapacity or untimely death? And uh, going beyond the assets to uh, uh, protecting, uh, capturing uh, you know, stories, uh, de dealing with heirlooms appropriately. And uh, ultimately, uh, it took me a while, uh, I'd say maybe 25 plus years or so, but uh, I, I've determined that I'm pretty much in the, uh, the peace of mind business ultimately. So that's uh, where I've come out on that after a few years of doing this. Okay, so there's, there's obviously a... A lot involved, in, and you mentioned stories in there, and I want to kind of move in that direction because you're very much involved with helping your clients um, on the on the financial side, things like that. But I think more and more people have begun to think that there's more to a legacy than maybe just the physical stuff you're going to inherit, you know? So what does a legacy mean to you as opposed to just, say, inheritance? First, Steve, sometimes some assets can uh, be a, you know, a legacy property, uh, maybe a family business that, that becomes a, a legacy, some type of business or professional practice, some type of a cabin or a you know, lake house or something like that. But uh, going beyond the balance sheet and uh, uh, whether it's uh, stories, uh, lessons learned, uh, values, traditions, uh, heirlooms, I would um, say that um, it, it's things and stories, basically, that, that, that give people a sense of identity and values as a family. A uh, uh, close colleague of mine, uh, uh, Scott Farnsworth in Florida, um, a, a few years back, uh, we, we kind of started off with uh, personal legacy declarations. Um, and the outline began, I come from a people who fill in the blank and expand, and how would you answer that question? And uh, from them I learned, again, fill in the blank, expand upon it, and see where that leads. 
So uh, anything, whether it's uh, stories, traditions, uh, heirlooms that, that uh, uh, one by one or, or together, uh, sometimes the, uh, the story behind the heirloom or uh, the story of how a lesson was learned or, or somebody advanced or, or met or, or uh, um, that, that, that these things, uh, all, all that uh, bind us in terms of um, identity and, and values as a group of individuals. How did you come to uh, appreciate the importance of life stories as legacies? Was this in your mind when you began uh, as an estate planner, or is it something you came to appreciate over time? The latter. Uh, I, I, like many, I started with, uh, okay, uh, you know, about 20, I've, I've practiced law for 30-plus uh, years, and about uh, uh, 25 years ago, um, I uh, got into the estate planning, and maybe five years thereafter, maybe about 22 years ago, it's, it's all, I've paired away everything else, but uh, along the way, it was uh, in large part realizing that there is a lot more to this, or there can be. I had a uh, taste or a sampling of uh, some of your work, the family legacy video work, which is uh, truly inspiring, and uh, um, through my connection with uh, uh, my, my colleague Scott Farnsworth, that's uh, Sunbridge Network, getting to uh, uh, meet and work together on uh, tools that Scott had initiated and we refined as a group over time and offering people um, the, the ability to um, go further with it in different forms. So if they wanted to uh, capture an ethical will, personal legacy declaration. Uh, the, the ethical will term, I, my understanding, it goes back from uh, Judeo-Christian heritage probably about 5,000 years or so, not just where does my stuff go, but uh, the, these are the values and lessons I want to make sure to capture and pass along. So uh, offering different options, doing some uh, uh, recordings of what uh, Scott uh uh, uh, has dubbed priceless conversations. We probably have uh, three dozen different sets of story-leading questions. Um, uh, what I like, uh, you know, my grandchildren uh, who, who aren't in existence yet to know about my uh, grandparents who passed years uh, before. Uh, yeah, things that they wouldn't learn otherwise. Um, uh, the house I grew up in. Uh, for some, it's it, it's. Uh, uh, my, you know, my military service, uh, you know, my faith, um, you know, a series of maybe two dozen questions that lead to maybe an hour conversation or so. Okay. Kind of a little bit how your maybe half a dozen questions or so here lead to this uh, podcast and uh, to this conversation. Uh, we, we have uh, several dozens different sets, uh, my, my, uh, my special needs child, my, my, my uh, pets or so, whatever it might be. There's a pretty full library of that that Scott and the group have developed over time. And uh, uh, whether we uh, hand somebody the set of questions or actually guide them through it, capture it on a digital uh, uh, recorder, and, and then they're able to, like, uh, burn CDs and so forth for uh, uh, gifts and so forth for the family. But uh, uh, offering different uh, uh, tools to those who would like to pick them up and partake of that opportunity. I'm going to go out on a limb. Probably don't have to go out too far. And, and say that a lot of people who come to see you for the first time aren't thinking in this direction, <laughs> you know. And so how do you encourage and help your clients? You mentioned the, the leading questions. Maybe you incorporate those as well. But how do you encourage and help your clients uh, to see the importance of preserving their life stories and then to go ahead and preserve them? 
I'll actually, in an initial consultation, uh, which for me generally runs two or three hours or so, but I, uh, I'll actually teach. Uh, I'll use story, which uh, uh, is, I think, the best way to. Uh, I think it's the best, but most effective way of teaching. I think it's how we learn the story, parable. We think back through history. Um, that's what sticks with us. If, if there's an example that makes a point, and I'll, I'll, I'll use that in teaching a few of the estate planning concepts themselves, and I'll point out that I'm doing that, and I, I will uh, explain uh, you know, whether it's uh, been tax coupons or uh, I die and my wife hits the school bus, do the kids get fed, clothed, and educated you know, for asset protection options. I will tell the story of my grandpa's knee. Uh, my grandpa about 25 years ago, had his knee replaced at age 90. He was the oldest knee replacement candidate known to anybody at that time. The technology isn't quite the same as it is today. And I'll tell the story of Grandpa's knee, and I'll tie that into um, bloodline protection. And sometimes uh, things don't always go as expected in terms of uh, which generation passes first and so forth. But uh, uh, So story... I'll point out what I'm doing, the, the, the power of story, and these are the things that, you know, maybe 10 years later a client calls and says, Jeff, I was looking at the plan, and um, I'm looking at Article 10 in here, and what's this? And all I have to do is say, uh, remember the school bus story? Or remember my grandpa's knee? Oh, yeah, of course, of course, that's it. I'm sorry to trouble you. Have a good day, Jeff. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, uh, and, indeed, story is powerful. And for teaching, and uh, whether it's in an educational setting, a family setting even. So, so I'll point out that uh, uh, we're working with story as we go. I'll point out the different options. We'll have a sto- uh, kind of a starting personal legacy declaration, a set of questions, and they'll be printed out, and they'll be put in the binder too. Uh, and, and like, a, uh, you know, here's a plastic sleeve. You could pull these out and work on these at any point. Get a taste of this. And uh, it may lead you to several things. It may lead you to um, writing what I'm suggesting and putting on your to-do list, um, certain key letters, uh, dear spouse, dear son, dear daughter, uh, if you have younger children, dear guardians, uh, and so forth. There's probably uh, one or more letters that anyone uh, could and perhaps should write uh, when the time is appropriate. And I point out that that's probably the most challenging it's, it's probably more challenging than sitting with me at a design board for a couple hours and putting a plan together. And, you know, we do the work from there. We put it together. They sign. But to actually sit down, start and complete a letter, uh, generally in a you know PC nowadays, a, a laptop, and then save it and then print it out and put it in the binder and maybe, you know, go back and tweak that every two or three years, I suggest. And, and uh, that, uh, so that's a challenge. Kind of tagging onto that, that's driving, I think, the rise in interest in personal history is the fact that, you know, a lot of folks don't necessarily have the time or they think uh, sitting down to tell their story is is um, a daunting prospect. And so, you know, there's this personal history profession now that's grown up to assist people with that. So, uh, kind of goes hand in glove with the kind of things that uh, that you're talking about. And there's all this great technology. I, I, I generally say, you know, I make some reference to, you know, we all have a bit of writer's block, but uh, frankly, we, uh, all we have to do is start talking with this little digital recorder on uh, uh, and 
go and go and turn it off at some point, and then it downloads right into a PC, and you you can send files around or burn CDs. There's uh, there, writer's block isn't really an excuse anymore. You don't have to write a single word. You you, you can do that. And uh, if you wanted to do a video, there's there's professionals that uh, are all set up to do that. All you really have to do is uh, sit there and talk, whether it's on a digital recorder, whether it's in front of the camera, uh, however you want to do it. We can just start a conversation and see where it goes. That's it for this segment of the Legacy Video Lounge. If you have any questions or comments, please email them to me at steve at familylegacyvideo.com. And if you like the podcast, I invite you to subscribe. Until next time, I'm Steve Pender, reminding you that everyone has a story. Isn't it time you told yours? Music